This is Dagger487 from Frozen in Carbonite in the Carbonite family. You are listening to the Escape Pod cast. It is recorded in front of a live studio audience. One is a territory battles tactician from the U.S. The other, a new account specialist from the U.K. Together, there are no signs of intelligent life on board. But, with decades of debate and entertainment experience under their belts, one thing we are sure of is that you will be entertained. Welcome into the Escape Pod Cast, a weekly show about the mobile game Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes, a production of the Escape Pod Castaways. Live from the network studios of Yavin 4, here are your hosts, Neil Andrew Ayer and Paul Anthony. Coming up on this week's edition of the Escape Pod Cast, the Nev becomes Neil Andrew Ayer as he sits down beside Paul Anthony to become the co-host for the first time. How do relics look one week later? Reality skewed gamers sit at their hollow round table to discuss this year's Gamers vs. Cancer campaign. Apropos talks to us about his channel, and since relics are the hot topic for this week, we'll tell you which 10 that we feel are the most useless. All this and more on this week's edition of the Escape Pod Cast. The Escape Pod Cast News. And that's right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Escape Pod Cast. Now, last week we did say goodbye to our very own uh, one of my co-founders, Scotty McLaren. We thank Scotty very much for all the service that he did, um, you know, production and all that. Um, and, and you're still hearing him. You know, he he is. Uh, I, I'm happy to announce that uh, Scotty has accepted the position of the production director and program director of the Escape Pod cast. So you guys will be hearing Scotty. You know, he's forced ghost Scotty when he shows up on the air as a guest. Uh, but you know, you just heard Scotty in the open. So it works out for us very, very well. Uh, but you know what? It's time to move forward. And I honestly, there isn't a better person in my opinion to join me right beside me as the new co-host of the Escape Pod cast than one who calls himself the Nev, and his name is Neil Andrew Ayer, and, uh, you know, I'll I'll use those two terms interchangeably so many times, but Nev, thank you so much for accepting the position, and uh, welcome to the Escape Pod cast main part of the show. Well, thank you very much for uh, inviting me to come and be your host. I'm uh, uh, very, very happy to be here. Well, uh, for those of you who have not, um, who basically, there are some of you that listen to just the first segment and then turn us off. So, you know, they don't end up hearing about the Escape Podcast for Kids, the the segment that we turned over to, to Nev um, to talk about new accounts because of a unique account that you've been doing for almost the entire past year. Do you uh, go ahead and explain to people where you come from, what your expertise is in this type of game? 
Well, I mean, I've been playing the game as most uh, veterans have since the beginning. I don't remember exactly when I started my main account. I can't remember if it was December of 2015 or if it was January of 2016, but it, it was in and around about there. And like most people during that first 12 months, you know, I kind of wandered around aimlessly. I mean, we didn't even have guilds for like the first, I think it was five, six or seven months. So, you know, it was new and it was interesting. And the game was pretty much all about Star Wars. You know, it was just about collecting characters back then. But it was a lot of fun. Didn't really get into the uh, the YouTube community. I, I don't even think it started off straight away. But uh, after about two years, I started, you know, I got into my stride. And uh, around about 2018, uh, I thought, you know what? I'd love to see what it's like to do a new account. I'd love to see what it's like, you know, because I've been playing the game for two years now. And I'd really like to get my teeth stuck into something new after a little bit of experience so around about i'd have to say around about march of 2018 i started a new account and it was just a skeleton one because i got a new tablet and i thought throw an account on there but six months into that i thought you know what no i can do better but this time instead of just starting a random new account i'm going to record the daily progress I already had a YouTube account, so I figured, what the hell, I'll play the game from day one and I will upload all of my progress following a system. So I did a little bit of research and at the time, the most talked about um, system for free to play gamers at the time was the Warrior Pillar system. So I thought I will follow the Warrior Pillar system and I will record my progress daily. And that was... 359 days ago correction 360 days ago and i have been recording and uploading my progress doing that pillar system every single day since that very first day and and the quality of my recordings got a little bit better and you know i would add things there and i'd, I'd like to think that my speciality is is free to play because I am 100% free-to-play. I have never and will never spend a dime on any of my free-to-play accounts. That's what it's uh, That's what it's all about to me, you know, uh, playing for free and just getting the enjoyment from it. And that's what I do. So, yeah, you, you, you say that you, you won't spend a dime on these uh, free-to-play accounts. Now, you have spent a dime in the past, correct? No, I haven't. Never. Never, not, no, not, not even, even on, on my main. Account. No, oh, wow. no, no, not well. The the uh, it's funny they should mention that the Merc account uh, that is an account that was wailed on by a subscriber of mine. Now, uh, my my a uh, good friend of mine. Uh, I'm not going to mention their name, but the account that people have seen me streaming on my channel it's called Star 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 Lord Prince, and that was an account of a friend and a subscriber, somebody who was there from the beginning, someone who watched, you know, day one, day two, day three, and they played along, but they weren't free to play. They were a whale. Huh. So they spent a lot of money on that account. So it ran pretty much uh, um, in parallel with mine. I think they said that they were a few months ahead. They'd started the account a few months prior. Um, so when I was at day one, they were, they were around about six months. So they were, you know, so it was, 
and it was quite an OP, uh, quite an OP account. It's got both the Revens, it's got the Treyer. So as with most whale accounts, you know, as soon as you announce to the Discord world that you're a whale account, you, you're gonna find you're gonna find that heroic Sith raid uh, guild pretty much straight away. Uh, as I say to all of the uh, the boys and girls, you know, uh, uh, that have uh, mummies and daddies, you know, that uh, that open their wallets. But that account, yes, that I will I will admit that that account has had money spent on it. But that person became very disillusioned with the game around the time Malik came out, and they quit. And they asked me to look after their account for them. Uh, and then okay. they got back in touch with me a few months later and said, yeah, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not coming back to the game. You know, please do as it as you will. So uh, that is that is an account that I run, but it is free to play now. It wasn't free to play in the beginning. Um, so, yeah, that that is a that was an original legitimate whale account. But ever since I've been playing it, it's been free to play, as has my main account, as has the Pom Pom Tastic account. So, uh, yes, there is that. All right. Well, one of the things that uh, um, one of the things that that had really, really piqued a lot of people's interest was the fact that you have been doing this for a year, and you and you stream the the Grand Arena Championships. You you are a content creator um, that you know. Not so many people have have flocked to you, but I I'm excited to see what you know what you have up your sleeve. You, you told me to hang on to listen to this week's Escape Podcast for Kids because you have something up your sleeve, and I'm very very excited to see what this is. But you know, it's 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 probably. Well, I can I, drop. I, I, can, I can drop. A, I can drop a hint. I can. I can drop a hint. It is brand. It, it is brand new content, and it's going to replace the the daily pillar system video. So obviously, every single day, and uh, it's it. My unique handle uh, as a content creator within the Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes community is I'm the only person that does uploads every single day i'm the only daily uploader and it's niche and i have a few only a few subscribers because what i do is very specialized it's it's more of a record it's a log you know it's an official record of an account playing every single day and you know like like you said i'm going to be hitting day 365 and at day 365 i think we can all take a step back look at the account and go how successful was warriors pillar system um, and we can look at the pros and we can look at the cons. But from a daily recording point of view, I think it's kind of, you know, it's it's run its course. It's no longer beginner content. It's no longer, you know, that, uh, you know, the, the early game content because I've got, you know, multiple factions uh, during the GAC exhibition. I was able to hit Kyber. Not going to hit it this time because of issues with CG. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I've been, but I was able to hit Kyber during the uh, when I was in the uh, the previous uh, the previous division. So I, uh, you know, I'm going to scratch that to uh, uh, to a pro for the um, for the plus system. But yeah, no, there is going to be some brand new daily content. It's going to be exactly the same as the pillar system. I'm going to be doing daily uploads of this new content. But uh, to discover what that new content is, you are going to have to wait until. Uh, the uh, story time with the Nev. All right. Well, 
You know, so one of the things, it's still a hot button topic because we have not really, we have not really seen much news, have we, Nev? No, no. I mean, I've I've been looking on uh, I've been looking on the forums and I've been checking out Reddit and uh, people are just kind of talking over and rehashing stuff that's been discussed and talked about over the past you know week two weeks. There's 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 not been anything new. There's no burning new issues. Uh, so yeah, it, it is a bit quiet at the moment, Paul. Yeah, but so I wanted to go ahead and now that uh, you know. I I will I will address a worry really quick, Nev. Um, you know we we have some great communities that have surrounded us, and one of them is the Hive of Scum and Villainy. Many many thanks to Goodfoot um, for bringing me into his server. And uh, Scroopy Noopers is the name of this uh, of this uh, person who listens to the show, and he said that. The, the past two episodes were a lot like listening to Reddit rage and they, uh, I, I'm going to read th- their comment to me. I switched to podcast for uh, star Wars galaxy of heroes info. So I didn't have to dip into that cesspool. The game has always been pay to win and there's always a freak out and rage quit. Um, this is too much. All that CG cares about is money. Yada, yada, yada. Um, when, when a goalpost is moved, I loved that comment of when the goalpost is moved. Um, they want to hear about new stuff in the game and strategy about relics. They unsubscribed to other podcasts because they were enjoying, because he was enjoying our podcast so much. Um, and he was thinking that on the last episode, um, you know, that, uh, but I was thinking it on the last episode, but at least it was balanced just by two cents. I'm going to go ahead and address relics now. Um, and I've been keeping this close to my vest uh, from you, from you, Neil. You know, as far as relics go, I am absolutely fine with the relic system. Um, I stand by what I said uh, two or three weeks ago, where I said the fact that they are doing different archetypes and that certain archetypes are going to beat other certain archetypes is a good thing. Um, you know, they're, they're balancing characters. Now it, it does come down to the fact that they, there is no speed increase due to relics, but there are predominant stat types that are, that are being overlooked in relics. And are they going to rebalance these numbers that relics do later if something becomes too powerful? That is something to watch out for, in my opinion. You know, I I would love to be able to ask them that. Are the relic numbers absolutely 100% final, or is it just seven tiers of the relics? Or are we going to see further tiers... But that just puts a certain goalpost, as Scroopy said, as a as a certain point in the meta. Do you know what I mean by that, Neil? Well, I mean, yes, uh, I, I would agree with you on some things um, uh, to a certain degree. Uh, but then th- there are just some things that I would disagree. I mean, as with everything, 
um, Relics has got its pros and its cons. Um, uh, and it has a, uh, a, you know, a multitude of pros. Um, big pro, and, and, and I, I put this as the number one pro. The number one pro for Relics is it has returned the squad arena to rock, paper, scissors, lizard, Spock. You go into the uh, squad arena of any shard, and it's not just Darth Revan and Jedi Knight Revan. There is Padme in there. There is GG in there. You know, there are variations of General Grievous. Some people use the, the Grievous Nuke team. Some people use Darth Revan. Some people are using Jedi Knight Revan. Some people are using CLS. Some people are using Padme. That's five factions. There is five factions that are spread throughout, you know, throughout the meta right now. The relics are the meta. Uh, so uh, I, I think that that is a brilliant pro because everybody was um uh, everybody was complaining legitimately that you know the meta had gone stale it was 99% darth revan um and you know everybody was thinking that's it you've just got a farm for revan do the legendary get that character level them up gear them up and and then you can be you know part of uh, uh, the uh, the competing faction within the um uh, within your squad arena now that, right. that is a pro but right. the con well, the con to that the con to that um the con to that is that is only available to um a select few people you know a select few gamers that is only really um available to veteran players it's not something that's really available to new players or early game players. It, it just, it really, really isn't. So while I would agree with you that, you know, relics uh, are, you know, are good for certain people to, to some people that they're completely irrelevant. It's something that's been brought in that isn't going to affect them for six to 12 months. And, and it's, it, it also will depend on the level of the character um, because, as you get to 85, you know, at, at this certain gear level or at this certain level of your of your journey, this character is going to be completely dominant. And then as you get to gear 12, this certain group of characters is completely dominant. Are we when is the other shoot? Yes, we're getting a diversified meta, as you stated, but that diversified meta is still these specific characters. General Grievous, Padme, Malak, Darth Revan, Jedi Knight Revan. We're not seeing, you know, we're not seeing Lobot, Rose Tico, Bodie Rook, uh, Veteran Chewie. We're mm -hmm. not seeing other characters of anybody can beat anybody if the right team composition is there. So it really isn't, Rock, paper, scissors, lizard, Spock. It's handgun, knife, um, board with a nail in it, paper cut. Well, I mean, it's it's uh, this is this is this is one of the major uh, cons uh, because I uh, uh, I have looked on the GG page and I've looked at you know what uh, a level uh, tier. Tier seven relic will do to every single character. I have uh, glanced over every single one of them, and the the uh, what what has 
what's going on at the moment is when I when I refer to the rock, paper, scissors, lizard, Spock is I'm, I'm referring to those five factions. So the GR faction, the Sith Empire faction, the Jedi Knight faction, the droid faction and the um, uh, the rebel faction, that, which is the CLS one. There are multiple factions that have been shown no love. The Ewoks, Rogue One. Uh, uh, let me see. Rogue One, Ewoks, First Order, the the, the Night Sisters. I mean, the only Night Sister that really got anything decent, um, and everybody has been talking about it, is uh, Daka. You know, Daka got a really, really good relic, but it, it the, the, that faction is more than just one character. It's not entirely dissimilar to the GG one. Um, the separate, I mean, obviously Gigi is a separatist. Now he got an OP relic, but the rest of the faction uh, didn't get a huge amount of love. And I mean, I mentioned the uh, Rogue One faction. There's zero, and I do mean zero love for the stat increases for the relic. So you can fork out a huge amount of money for someone like Jedi, um, uh, Jedi Knight Anakin, and you can fork out the exact same amount for a character from Rogue One and get nowhere near the same amount of value as Jedi Knight Anakin. So all, all, I, all I can say is I hope and I pray that they do what they said they intended to do with Relics during the Q&A. During the Q&A, they said that they rushed Relics out. Well, they didn't say they rushed it, but they brought Relics out so soon to Gear 13 uh, as an equalizer for all of the uh, you know for all of the characters but it's not equalizing it it hasn't all it's done all it's done has equalized five factions so there is an equalization of five factions and that's it there are more than five factions in this game and the remaining factions have not been equalized to the five factions that have uh, and when i say equalize what i mean is a gd a gg team can be you know a gg droid team can be a reven team a reven team can be a darth reven team a darth reven team can be a cls team a cls team can be a padme team a pa that's what i mean by rock paper scissors lizard spock if you've got the right mods the right speed the right relic tiers any one of those five factions can beat any one of the other five factions uh and and that that is that is the case me i have um trounced uh darth revan uh, i draw a trounce uh, i have a, a tier two jedi knight revan and that's it he's the only gear 13 the only tier on pom pom tastic all the other characters are gear 12 and i have beaten um empire sith empire teams where the jedi knight revan has a level seven tier relic uh, a tier seven relic and the bastilla fallen is i can't remember if it's a two or three but that's nine levels of relic and i'm beating it and i've done exactly the same with night sisters i came across an all gear 13 relic to night sister team now daka i think daka was at five and the other night sisters were between twos and threes but i chewed through them I absolutely chewed through them. So by having one of these factions and having one or two or several characters on there, uh, when you're in offense mode, you can beat any of the, uh, you know, you, you can beat one of the others. You can find somebody that you can beat and you can climb quickly and the battle's over in 30 seconds, 60 seconds, two minutes. But I want to, I look at that as a pro. Okay. But I want to be able to see 
more than one counter to each team. You know, uh, I don't, it's, it can get absolutely maddening when you're sitting there and there are, there's absolutely nothing that you can do um, when you don't have that one team to take down the Malik team, or you don't have this other one team. I want to be able to see more than one faction be absolutely viable, and then I'll feel that it truly is a balance. You know, I'm going to make my boy Clash really, really happy when I say I want to be able to see that a that a kit was not written to beat a certain kit, but instead each kit is balanced out to the point where you can go ahead and fight Phoenix versus Darth Malak and be able to win. And I, I do genuinely think that is where CG wanted to go with relics. Now they said that they brought it out early for balance. Now, if you go on the GG page and you have a look at the characters, they've started at the top and clearly they were working their way down because the numbers taper off and then they drop off a cliff. So you've got like maybe not even, not even a quarter, not even a quarter of the entirety of the character catalog with OP relics. I think that CG were working through equalizing every single one of the characters. And I think they got to a point and uh, the bosses, the, uh, you know, the, um, the people that sit in the ivory towers, the powers that be above CG said, look, we've got some new content coming out in November and we've got some new content coming out in December. We've got a TV show and a movie and that TV show and that movie is going to generate more people going to the game that we can get money off. So can you roll this relics out before that stuff hits the TV so that these new players can see all of this shiny new stuff in the game? I think looking at the GG statistics only shows and it highlights that CG were only partially the way through putting the stats on the relics and equalizing out all of the factions. Because like I said earlier, there are factions whose relics do next to nothing to the characters and the factions. And that, you know, that there's no way that um, there is no way that Rogue One could compete or First Order could compete. Um, or Jawas could compete, or Ewoks could compete. There are just factions that simply cannot compete, even with level seven relics, with the ones that have been done. And, and you know, those are the five that I've already. Uh, those are the five that I've already discussed. Your, your standard, your bog standard five. Uh, you know, your bog standard five characters for your rebels. Your bog standard five characters for your Sith Empire. Your standard characters for your uh, uh, your Jedi Knight Revan team. You know, th that's what they've been doing. CG of you know had a developer right do the stats for that squad, that squad, that squad, that faction, that faction, and they've been working along, and then all of a sudden they've just stopped, and they've pushed it, the relics out before it was finished. I, I absolutely, so are, do they go back and they change the numbers and, and upset a lot of the people that invested relics in certain characters? You know, will it be called a retouch? Will it be called a rework? Will it be called a touch up? Will it be called, called a bad touch? I mean, it's, it's absolutely, 
asinine it is, that it was rushed out like that. It is, and it doesn't make business sense. It doesn't make any business sense whatsoever because there are now factions that that CG are not going to be able to sell to pay to win gamers. Think about it. Why would you pay to get Rogue One squad early if the natural progression of the squad is going to take you nowhere? You know, why would you buy packs of Ewoks or Jawas if, sorry, Ewoks or Jawas if the only thing that you can really do with the Ewoks is get your C-3PO. With your Jawas, you, you, you can't do anything except beat a, beat a Geo team. You know, what, you know, it, it, if you're uh, lucky, there are, if you're lucky, yeah, there are just, it just from a business point of view, that's why it seems rushed. Um, now I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that what, uh, you know, the top end isn't good, but what's missing is that equalization throughout the entire faction. And I, I had this conversation with, with, uh, several people, um, months and months and months ago, I said, you know, some, they're going to do something at the end of the year that will equalize everything. Um, and what I was thinking was they were going to put they were going to put one leadership ability. My, my thought was um, and I, the, the people I had this conversation with will vouch for me. I said that they will put a um, a new um, mechanic on a character that makes a faction better. So they'll put the same mechanic on all of the GR that when you put a GR team just makes them more OP. Um, exactly the same with Night Sisters, exactly the same with neutrals. And what they've done is they've started to do that. It's like, right, well, we'll put a relic on each of these characters and the statistics on those relics will equal every single faction and every single team out so that we do truly have rock, paper, scissors, lizard, Spock. But I right. just haven't finished right. it. That's it. That's it. Well, I, I'm going to give you a little bit of homework to do during the show, um, you know, because we do record um, we do record our interview segments so over the next two segments. Um, once we go to, to the first break here, what I want you to do is I want you to come up with a top 10 list of the worst relics. And I don't want you to do it for factions, uh, Neil. I want you to do it for specific characters and we'll go from there. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll throw together a similar list and we'll compare that coming up. Okay. First day on the show when you're giving me homework. I am giving you homework because guess what? You're now a host and you got to come up with the top 10. Yeah. Okay. And I'm coming up okay. with the top 10 too. It, but, it's fun homework. Um, it's fun homework. Exactly. Exactly. Now, um, there is no puzzle as of the time that we're recording this as well. And so, you know, I, I, I kind of just uh, gave put a joke in there and then took it away. Um, honestly, we are recording this on Thursday night because this is our first time together. We want to make sure that it sounds right and comes out right. Um, and if so, we're go just going to go ahead and throw it all together. You guys are going to hear us doing this show as we speak. Um, so there is no puzzle. There is no reveal. There is no nothing, but there is sad news to pass along. Um, Scotty. And that is, the uh, um, and and it could be changed with with all the support that I'm starting to see come out. Um, our, our friend Zylo Takedown, one of our very first um, interviews on this show, um, decided to step away from live streaming, 
And, uh, you know, th- this, this guy is, um, th- th- my, my wife is messaging me. Apparently I called you Scotty. I'm sorry, Neil. <laughs> <laughs> you see, it just, you know, it went so, it, you know, it just went over my head, you know, went over my head because I'm so used to people calling me fake Scotty. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, when it comes down to it though, is that, you know, Zylo unfortunately has to step away from the live streaming game because it is not making him the money and it's not making him the money because he can't get over that subscriber threshold. So what we'd like to do, we want to join DB official. We want to join RSG. We want to join all of these groups that are coming together to say, subscribe to Zylo. So if you guys can take a moment out of your day and just look up Zylo takedown, Z-Y-L-O takedown, and subscribe to his channel. He he is one of the most brilliant minds when it comes to theory crafting um, that, that I've ever encountered. And I really, really hope that he can hit that mark and be able to provide for his family. So, you know, I, I'm sure you're going to do this on, on, on your show as well coming up. Um, when, when you do uh pom pom or, or. Oh yeah, um, definitely. I, I will, DAC. I will be, uh, I will be, I will definitely be doing this for, uh, I will definitely be mentioning it for Zylo during my next GAC uh, live stream. And I will be dropping links. Uh, it really, really is. Uh, a simple case of he's he's a I think he's a he's just over seven hundred subscribers at the moment, and if we can get him over that one thousand threshold, I mean, yet yeah, sure he can't stream anymore, but he can still upload, and if he's got over a thousand subscribers, he can monetize his channel, and if he can monetize his channel, it'll bring him back to live streaming. He can do live streams with GAC and just like uh, 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 the halls halls of the outer rim where Urza is, he will be able to get super chats and all of those little bits and pieces, all of those little extras will go a long way to helping out his family. So yes, please, please, please. Even if you're not going to watch him, get let's get him over that 1000 threshold. Uh, DB's DB's pumping his channel. We're going to pump his channel. Everybody get out there and pump his channel. He just needs another 300 subscribers to get him over that 1000 threshold and it will be job done. I mean, he's closer than us, <laughs> to be honest with you. Um, you know, I I don't need the subscribers on, on the YouTube channel. I appreciate every single one of them. That is, that is 100% honest truth. I, you know, I would love to monetize, but if anybody deserves to monetize anywhere, it's absolutely Zylo. Nev? I think what we're going to do is we're going to go ahead and throw it over to uh, the Hollow Roundtable here coming up in a second. Um, is there anything else you want to throw in this opening segment? No, I think we're good to go, mate. All right. Well, stay tuned. We're going to be talking to uh, Ranger and Finn of Reality Skew Gamers for their Gamers versus Cancer campaign. And then coming up after that, you have your special announcement, uh, Neil. And then after that is the one, the only, he is so much 
apropos. Right here on the Escape Pod cast. Micaiah's Modding Mayhem is the premier remodding service for the game that we all love, Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. With some of the most affordable rates in the industry, Micaiah's will rebuild your roster from top to bottom and give you consultation on where to go from there. Micaiah's has a 100% satisfaction guarantee and lots of useful additional services, including a full cleanup of your mods, loadout pages, PvP plans and more. Contact Micaiah's today on Discord at all lowercase Micaiah's number 0127. That's M-I-K-A-Y-A-S number 0127 or at micaiahsmods at gmail.com. Micaiah's Modding Mayhem, the official remodding service of the Escape Pod, Cast. Like what you hear on the Escape Pod cast? Want to support Neil and Paul? Then sign up to be a Patreon. With plans that start as low as $2 a month, you can help them launch Escape Pods for months to come. Visit patreon.com slash the Escape Pod to sign up today. And now time for something completely shameless. This is your favorite YouTuber's favorite Greek-American Swoggo YouTuber from the greater New York City area, whose name has eight letters, beginning with an H and ending with an X. Wanna guess who, TC14? Come on, guess. Horse box. Try again. Pomeo box. Seriously? Horsebacks. You know what? Just forget it. I was trying to get you to say Hellenics, you get dumb droid. Anyway, welcome back to the Escape Pod cast. Take it away, boys. I have a droid to disassemble. Oh, dear. The Escape Pod cast the Round Hollow Table. And welcome back, everybody, to the Hollow Round Table. And today we have Reality Skewed Gamers, Ranger J1999, and Finity joining us today. Hello there, gentlemen. How are you today? We are here and accounted for. Well, I'm not hearing anything from Fin Fin. Are you there? I'm here and mentally disabled. <laughs> Oh, gosh. Well, guys, uh, thank you so much for joining us. Um, we, we wanted to get you guys. You were one of uh, the first be- uh, between Scotty and I. And so what I wanted to do is I wanted to make sure that I got RSG on for one of the first for the Nev. In fact, the first entire episode for Neil Andrew Air uh, joining us. So uh, thank you guys for agreeing to come on. Of course. Um, anytime. You know, we just finished, um, you know, our, the the opening monologue of the show, um, and, and we're going to get to what you guys uh, came on to talk about here in just a moment. Um, but you know, we we've seen we've seen the fallout of relics. We truly mm-hmm. have, and you know, w- without without rehashing what we just said, you know, we want we want to get your guys's. Uh, opinion for for those who you know haven't checked you guys out which they should be but for those people that that haven't been checking you guys out and staying on top of our you know all the all the stuff the skewers are doing what is your take finity let's start with you so i think relics are good with what they should have been providing for the game. Um, 
if you look at some of the characters that are currently being gear 13 a little bit more with higher level relics um relics definitely favor attackers the most followed by tanks and then supporters and healers kind of a little bit later uh with with a few exceptions here and there but just kind of as an overall theme and if you look at some of the attackers that are really getting a huge bonus from relics it is grievous general general and or not general uh jedi knight anakin and han solo those three characters in particular really don't require a lot of speed. Um, we've typically thought of Galaxy of Heroes as a very speed-oriented game. Uh, it is still very speed-oriented. It isn't to say that speed is not still king in Galaxy of Heroes. But you're seeing a progression of, with Relics in particular, making it so that the other stats are so powerful that speed is not necessarily the one and only thing. And when you look at the stats, and I know it's going to be a long time until people get there, so I'm not saying that Relics is not without problems, and I'll, and I'll discuss that quickly here in a second. But if you go to like SWGOH.GG, and you look at the stats of all the characters when they get to Relic 7, and I didn't go through every single one, but I went through quite a few, especially of the meta ones. What's really nice about Relics is that the Relic 7 stats do tend to balance out the game a little bit in the perspective of speed versus health versus offense versus protection. I mean, it, it allows players to utilize more of their roster again and kind of breaks up the meta as we currently know it. The inherent problem with Relics, though, is that it's introduced, first off, way too close to Gear 13. And so there's obviously this overwhelming feeling amongst a lot of the player base, like they don't even have Gear 13s yet. Now they're introducing Relics, which are effectively Gear 14 and beyond at this point. And it gets really overwhelming very fast. And so I think the timing has been very poor for what Relics has been. But I think the, the other part of it is that while long term it may balance out the stats, in the short term what it's making is a bunch of, bunch of characters that people have, which are kind of already meta characters, very OP because they're the ones that are getting to Relic 7 first before we catch up the rest of the rosters to them. And so I think Relics was done with good intentions. I think the end stats were, were a good idea. I think releasing seven levels at once was too much. They should have released it much slower and allowed for maybe a level progression every month for the next few months to get us to seven and only released maybe up to two or three for this one. I think they overwhelmingly uh, dropped this onto players. I think they did it too soon to gear 13. Um, and I think those are the main problems with the relics, not necessarily the stats, because free to play are finding that even with a, if they were able to focus on just one character like a Grievous, they're still able to compete in arena against high relic Darth Revan teams. And that's always nice to see such a variance in uh, squad arena. But again, it's overwhelming for players in such a short time period. Ranger, any detraction or uh, clarification? Uh, yeah, I think they're garbage. I said this on the stream yesterday. I, I I laid out the analogy that I had from the military. Piss poor plating equals piss poor performance. And the problem I have with relics is Finn laid out some of the, the, the valid points of what some of the problems with the relics is. Some of the, the other problems I have with relics is that it's tied to Cantina. Now, for an older player like me, I really, if I'm not farming up for shuttle, great, I can use my Cantina energy to get the the scrap. Problem is, a scrap drop rate is garbage. So, the thing that I have a problem with is that, first of all, that getting the scrap is a pain in the ass. Getting the scrap as a new player, I don't know how you pick. 
I'm having people send me messages all the time, like, what do I do? And it's a tough choice now. And it's, it's, we're back to when we had to use Cantina Energy to get mods. Who do you farm? How do you farm? Right? So I think that was poorly executed. The other problem I have is the amount of gear you need to get to seven is absurd. And the type of gear you need, it's absurd. I think the exchange rate was not well thought out because you can take a gear three shower drain and get 500. But then if you take a full piece, full carbonte, you get 500. Again, so it feels rushed. It feels not well executed. It's not well thought out. It's way too close to gear 13. The, the, the gear crunch in this game is ridiculous. NCG has still not addressed it. And the reason they're not addressing it is because they are doing a money grab. This is straight up a money grab. They made all these claims that this will help new players and all this other stuff and balance and everything. Get the heck out of here with that. You know, if you're going to try smoke up my backside, at least like respect me as a, as a, as a person before you do it. You know, the price gouge on this stuff, and this is one of the other problems I've had with this game, is the pricing on this stuff is outrageous. I don't know if they live in the real world. All the people that I talk with have jobs and families and other things. And the sad thing is they seem, because people pay it. Now, some pay it because they have an addiction. Some people because they have the discretionary income to do it, right? So the players have a little bit of responsibility in the fact that they are paying these ridiculous prices, five fifty to six hundred dollars to take one relic piece to gear to relic seven for a digital game. It's just ridiculous. The other thing too is, you know, they could have used this as a matchmaking tool. They are not using it as a matchmaking tool in GAC. Uh, in my matches, I'm outclassing because I have a lot of gear 13s. The people I'm facing have more GP than me by a couple hundred thousand, but they're way less gear 13 than I am. So they, they really have no shot. So for all the positives that relics can bring to the game, and long term, I agree with Finn, they can solve a lot of issues. Way too rushed, not well thought out not considering the gear crunch definitely a money grab and and it's getting old it really is you know we play this game to play the characters and scenarios where we can use our favorite character and have fun right what do we like to do the most is theorycraft i don't want to sit here and spend most of my day either farming stuff for mods or farming stuff for 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 gear I mean, what fun is that? Instead of doing stuff like in scenarios or like like some of the stuff I enjoy, like GOTB or Territory Wars or GAC, I spend most of my day farming, just taking my energy and trying to farm gear and work on mods. And that's not fun. And that's not why we play this game. The CG looks at it as a way to push the envelope and push the envelope for getting more revenue. Now, I understand it's a business and it has to make revenue, but the, the issue I've had is how they go about making revenue. I mean... It blows my mind, $550, and people pay that. And I'm sitting there going, do you know what you can do with $550? You know, it, it just, it's, it's, it's astounding, you know, what you can do in a month with $550. If you have the discretion, you can go for it, spend it. And I, I'm, totally, I'm totally fine with it, but just so poorly, poorly executed, not well thought out, and, you know, just just it's the, the the for me the bad outweighs the good Finn did bring up some good stuff but to me all the stuff that i brought up in the bad part it just makes it worse for me 
Oh my gosh. I I mean, seriously, Ranger, that's, uh, (laughs) that's absolutely, uh, it's how Scotty felt, man. And, uh, and one of the things that drove him there. But uh, in response to your $550 question, that can buy a lot of hookers and blow. Can I have some, please? <laughs> if, you'd like to now, donate, you- <laughs> if you'd like to donate to the Ranger J1999 Like Hookers and Blow Foundation, I'll send you a link. <laughs> I will use it well. Let me promise you that. <laughs> now, what what do you, what do you got? What, you know, how do you respond? How, how does how does the new co-host respond when when we have this? Well, uh, Re- Rangers Rangers from mili- has a military background. I too have a military background, and we have a similar saying, and we refer to it as the six P's. It was prior preparation prevents piss poor performance. Uh, so when it comes to the preparation and the performance of. Uh, well, relics, uh, I would kind of agree to a certain degree with what Rangers said. It, you know, if they brought it out too quickly, um, and I would disagree with Finity saying that, uh, you know, based on what the Q&A from, from CG was, they brought the relics out as this big equalizer. Well, that's what they said about Gear 13, and Gear 13 was no equalizer, and relics is no equalizer. Finn, I have gone on Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes.gg and I have looked at every single character and they haven't done anything. There are certain characters and there are certain factions that, that they just haven't touched. Now, I would argue that, you know, First Order, Resistance and Rogue One factions, they've barely been touched. They have barely scratched the surface, yet it's still going to cost the same in resources, the same in crystals and the same in packs to take those characters to gear 13 and then take their relics up to seven. But they're not going to equalize. They're not going to be able to compete with the Grievouses, the CLSs, the Han Solos, the Anakins, the GKs, the Revens. They're not. They're just yeah. not going to be able to compete. When you look at the chart that uh, CG gave to the GG website and you click on the top and you put everything in descending order, you get a full page loads of statistics loads of numbers on and as you scroll up it just starts turning into sing double digits then it turns into single digits then it just turns into a bunch of zeros so there are characters that did require relics with some big statistic boosts on in order to equalize them out with what's already in uh, the game but they haven't done that what they've done is they've boosted already um meta team so that you know they've boosted the stats for the padme team they've boosted the stats for the the sith empire team they've boosted the stats for the jedi knight revan team they boosted and, the stats yeah. for the one exception to the rule i will say the one exception to the rule is the gg yes the the um the gg nuke team the grievous nuke team you only need to relic one character and that's general grievous the, the other four droids do not need to be relics. So that is the one exception to the rule. Yeah, and that's, but, you know, that's with- basically, Nev, that's basically a rehash of what we covered in the open. But, you know, yep. it, and, and it, it's, it's just so infuriating for some. It, it's rewarding for others. Um, you know, the jur- I think, I think, as we said, the jury is still out. It's the... 
we, we don't know what exactly to make of this. But what it is, is anytime they do something like this, uh, Ranger and Finn, is that it, something is coming next. What is, you know... Aside from the obvious, what do you guys think is next? I went with Finn first last time. Ranger, you go. Oh, we're getting a legendary. And we're and this is going to be, if you think dark side GOTV is crazy with what you need, and let's just be real, Gear 13 characters in dark side GOTV makes a world of difference. If you think the, the requirements, though, that's in our dark side, you ain't seen nothing until you see what they're going to do for light side. I guarantee it's going to blow people's mind. But even at Gear 13, like, you thought Gear 13 was all you needed? <laughs> Relic 5 before you can even beat any of these de- these things. So that's where I think this is headed. Gotcha. What about you, Infinity? Um, I, I think it is going to be leading up to a legendary or journey type character coming with episode 9 as well as uh, light side GOTB. Um, I, I think they're they're planning all of this for that, which is part of the reason why Relics was so rushed, which they kind of commented on in their in their Q and A that that was pretty much the reason why Relics was rushed. So, um, yeah, I think there's something big coming with episode nine. All right, now uh, two two shows ago, Scotty and I and uh, Heinze at the time, uh, we all talked about the other stuff that we're playing, and and next up we're going to talk about. Um, the entire thing that that we brought you on for, um, but I, I I think I saw Ranger and Infinity. I, I stopped in on launch night and said hi to you during Borderlands Three, um, and Rangers playing Star Wars Battlefront. What are what else are you guys doing on the RSG channel? A little of everything. <laughs> yeah, everything. <laughs> so. On so we're trying to do a little bit of different stuff on YouTube versus uh, Twitch, just because the platforms kind of lend themselves to different things. Um, so on YouTube, we're largely doing Star Wars: Galaxy of Heroes and, and Star Wars based games. So Rangers doing Battlefront Two on uh, YouTube. Um, on Twitch, I've started to do a lot more of the other games, um, Borderlands Three, uh, Magic: The Gathering. We've started to do more of that. We do Heroes of the Storm. All of these kind of in a rotation on PC Gaming Night. We do Pictionary on Saturday night uh, with an online platform, Gartic, that allows for kind of Pictionary I online. I hope to join you. Um, all the I stuff. I hope to join you this week. Yes. yes. You are always welcome. Yes. So, yeah, so we're doing a, a bunch of different games, and I mean, they're games, so you do what you have fun with, and hopefully viewers appreciate it, they're able to interact, we like the interactive games and interacting with the community when we do these kind of games and have the chats, and we try to be responsive to them, so that that to us is what we're, we're looking for in a game, and the games that we're playing right now allow for that, um, especially Borderlands 3, so. Is yeah, it you, Finn, or Ranger, is it you, Finn, or Ranger that's playing Borderlands 3, or is it Sanely? No, it's no, me. That's, that's Finn. Well, yeah. Sanely is too. Sanely is also playing Borderlands 3 on PC. Um, I, I was streaming the 20 out of 24 hours after launch. So that was me. Yeah. I'm, the games that I do is Battlefront, Galaxy Heroes. We both do Galaxy Heroes. I mainly do Battlefront. I am doing Naruto for any Naruto fans out there. I'm starting the entire four-game saga all the way to and through Baruto. Um, so I'm doing that. We also play D&D 
on Sundays we have a D&D campaign, 5th edition, Dungeons and Dragons for the Forgotten Realms that I run. I'm the Dungeon Master, Finn is one of the characters on there. Um, and that's just what we do at RC. We like to play games and play games with others. For for anybody that hasn't, their D&D feeds are hilarious. I still haven't killed them. They're absolute. <laughs> you still haven't, but I mean... You want you want some good quality entertainment that uh, on a Sunday night, you know, forget Sunday night football. It's Sunday night D and D. Hell yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I love and I love being a dungeon master. I love doing all the different voices and um, uh, the interaction and just play. I've loved D and D for forever, and people have really wanted us to do that. So we're, we're kind of getting our hands on a lot of things. I've done a lot of lore videos for Star Wars. I'm getting ready to put out a whole bunch more. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there's just a lot of stuff we do that, you know, the fans want us to do. So we throw it out there, you know. So that's, that's, kind, of our, that's kind of our shtick. Um, and so four days, uh, four days from now when this airs, you know, less than four days, because this is going to be, you know, in the – in the afternoon, if uh, for you guys, um, you guys are doing the Children's Healthcare of Atlanta uh, Childhood Cancer Awareness Fundraiser. You know, uh, uh, this comes in your Gamers versus Cancer campaign that you guys, you know, the the whole thing about gamers coming together to help those with cancer, help cancer research, and everything like that. You guys already know how dear that is to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, without getting into specifics on my situation, you know, I, I don't want to rehash, um, rehash what, you know, go, go listen to previous episodes. You'll get the idea. <laughs> but I want to talk about what you guys are doing, you know, from from 11 a.m. until 3 p.m. You guys are going for four hours. Um, your, your special lunch stream that you guys like to do. What are you guys playing? And give me the details. Finn, you go You go first on this. Sure. So a lot of this stuff is going to be dictated by the kids. Uh, I'll say that right now. Um, we're going to be doing it from the playroom in the in the hospital. And it's actually the, the Aflac uh, Center, or it's the Cancer and Blood Disorder Center. Um, that's part of Children's Healthcare of Atlanta. Um, so since we're going to be in the playroom, a lot of it is going to be dictated by the kids. Um, the main thing is that Ranger and I are going to be dressed up in Star Wars outfits. Um, I will be Jedi Consular Finn. Ranger will be Darth Revan or Darth Revan J1999. And we will be there with the kids. <laughs> we're going to have lightsabers. And I mean, we're just going to have fun with the kids. Um, we're hoping to do maybe some Battlefront or they have a they have some Xbox games there. So we're going to look at what games they have. Um, we're going to have some challenges on our Tiltify where we're going to give away some of the RSG Stu Strong wristbands for our 2020 campaign. We're going to give away lightsabers. We've already filled out, just so you guys know, like we were hoping at a minimum that we would hit our target of 2000 for this live stream. Uh, we haven't even done it yet, and at the time that we're recording this, we're almost at $400 already donated um, and have already filled out the challenge where I am going to give away a stuffed pork to a kid when we are there. Um, yes! So, so that's exciting, and we're we're really happy to do that, and I'm going to be very excited to see the look on the kid's face uh, when they get a pork because as much as Ranger hates Porg McFatten, who is my plushy Porg, um, 
the porg is adorable and cuddly and fluffy, and I know that a kid is going to love it. So, yeah, that's all Ranger <laughs> has to say because it's a porg. It's just like, yeah, he he's just like, yeah. I can't like argue it. with that. I mean, I, I'm it, I've already warned Finn that when we're at the Children's Hospital of Atlanta, I will be my best behavior. He whips that thing out anywhere else. I will light it on fire. I'm not joking. I will uh, have a ritual sacrifice of said porg. I will have my own Chewbacca scene. But uh, but no, we've been partnered with ACS. We're one of the reasons Gamer for Can- uh, Gamer- Gamers for Cancer started uh, with what we did last year with the funds we raised. And this is to kick off our, our campaign that will lead into our half marathon uh, in April, where we were we will be running the half marathon and doing the 5k this year as well so we raise yeah we raise money for that uh so we go there on the trip uh and we do the run and um you know we raise money for the acs um they were blown away by what we did last last time and this year we're looking to do the same and we were looking to kick it off in a special kind of way and this we thought about this opportunity and you know Anything you can do for these kids is is worth it, and I really want to knock this out of the park. So anybody listening to this, please, uh, do, please twenty fourth the the event is uploaded on YouTube. Please go there, just give it a thumbs up, mark it, icon it, whatever you have to do to um, be ready for that day. We have a four hour window. We're going to be interviewing the kids and having fun and sharing their stories and trying to make them laugh and doing all kinds of things to bring a little bit of joy and happiness in these kids' lives. You know, I mean, uh, you know, people think that I'm all brave and stuff for being in the military and everything that I did. These kids blow me out of the water, you know, with what they're facing and, um, and just being the heroes that they are. Um, so I really want to crush this. I really do. I want to blow, I just want to blow our donations out of the water. So if you want to donate now, please do. If you want to be, don't wait till you can donate, um, on the day of the event, we have a four hour window. Please be there. Please participate. Please spread the word. Um, if you want to donate now, please go. The, the Tiltify link will be provided. I'm yep. sure, uh, with this. And, um, yeah, uh, I, I really want to do an amazing job for these kids and, and start our campaign to fight the fight on cancer, F cancer, We've all been affected by it. You know, we've all lost loved ones um, or know someone. It's it affects all of us, and so that's why we work with the ACS to eventually one day make cancer a thing of the past. Well, that's that's absolutely excellent. Um, and we we I will be uh, doing my best to to be there supporting you guys. I'll I'll remind people when it comes time um, in our listener lounge. If you're on our Discord server, guess what? You're getting a everyone ping. I don't care. <laughs> now that being said guys um how do people find reality skew gaming you know uh finn you take youtube or you take twitch and uh ranger you take youtube all right so it's simple it's twitch.tv slash reality skewed gamers that's simple uh that's where you can find us on twitch and on twitter it's twitter.com slash and our handle is reality skewed gamers with no vowels in the skewed and gamers so it's reality skwd gmrs and then on youtube you just got to type in reality skewed gamers or rsg swgoh you'll find us we've got 
thousands of videos. <laughs> we we live stream a lot. I mean, uh, we we're we're insane in that regard. We do lunch streams. We do many Ross reviews. We do the Wednesday night stream, the longest running live stream in the community. We do the Jedi Academy, where we bring all the content creators together, like Warrior and Jedi Master Dastra, Good Old Maurice, T Money, and I think that's go down the list. Ring on, and we just it's a Q and A show. So, and that's just for Star Wars Galaxy Heroes. Uh, on top of that, we do all the the other games too. So we do a lot of live streaming. So check it out on YouTube. That's brilliant. Thanks a lot for that, Ranger. Thanks a lot for that, Finn. And to all of you people out there that have never uh, heard of RSG or watched RSG, yes, there are a few people out there that live under rocks. Uh, get your butts onto Twitch. Get your butts onto YouTube and get these guys followed. They are a lovely bunch of people and you will very much be entertained. So with that, I'm going to wrap up this segment. I have a lovely and wonderful new announcement for you on the Escape Pod cast for kids, if you uh, stick around for that. And also we've got Apropos coming up after the break. Micaiah's Modding Mayhem is the premier remodding service for the game that we all love, Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. With some of the most affordable rates in the industry, Micaiah's will rebuild your roster from top to bottom and give you consultation on where to go from there. Micaeus has a 100% satisfaction guarantee and lots of useful additional services, including a full cleanup of your mods, loadout pages, PvP plans and more. Contact Micaeus today on Discord at all lowercase Micaeus number 0127. That's M-I-K-A-Y-A-S number 0127 or at MicaeusMods at gmail.com. Micaeus Modding Mayhem, the official remodding service of the Escape Pod cast. Like what you hear on the Escape Pod cast? Want to support Neil and Paul? Then sign up to be a Patreon. With plans that start as low as $2 a month, you can help them launch Escape Pods for months to come. Visit patreon.com slash the Escape Pod to sign up today. Hello there, boys and girls, and welcome to the Escape Pod, Cast for Kids, with me, your host, Vernev. It would appear that on last week's show, I missed a bit of drama when Scotty inadvertently stepped into the airlock, believing there to be a functioning escape pod waiting to take him to another galaxy far, far away. Despite Paul's loud warnings, Scotty pushed the button and jettisoned himself. I didn't really get to say goodbye, so I'm saying it now. Goodbye, my Aussie friend. It's been an absolute blast. Now, you will have all that extra time to watch that inferior cricket team of yours. Don't be a stranger, though, and be sure to pop back every now and then as a false ghost, so you can say hello and see how I'm doing as Paul's new co-host. I love you, brother. All this drama in the game, you'd think we were living in a soap opera. Thankfully, the other drama from last week, which was Relics, is starting to die down. The red mist has cleared, the clickbait title videos have gone, and the game is being spoken of again in a more positive light. Well, that last bit is more anecdotal. There are still people leaving the game, and there are still people saying this game is dying or dead, and new players have no chance of doing well in the game. Me? I don't think so. The meta is back to being rock, paper, scissors, lizard, Spock, 
and squads with high-level relic characters are not as formidable as was first thought. To that end, I will be testing the hypothesis that the game is dying and that new players of a free-to-play nature have no chance doing well by recording the daily play of a new account on my YouTube channel. Oh yes, on my YouTube channel. You see, about 150 days ago, I started a new account and joined a guild. I took the account to level 27, which is the level just before Squad Arena activation. And I just started to collect the energy and credits. I'm currently sat on about 56,000 crystals worth of energy and credits. And now, I think it's a good time to go live in Arena and start progressing through the game. I won't be following the five pillar system like my other daily account though. That series is nearly at a year, and I think we can safely say that Warrior's free-to-play system is a huge success. My system will be all about creating a roster that can achieve Kyber League success in each and every division. There's a new arena shard starting in about three days' time, so why don't you come and join me in the squad arena, and maybe even the GAC, so we can all compete against one another with an alt account and have some fun together. Go on, you know you want to create an alt account today and be ready to join the Squad Arena Shard when I say the word, and we can let the fun begin. Keep in touch with me on Discord if you're interested in joining in all this fun. Well, I'd better get back to my co-hosting duties with Paul, so I bid you farewell and say thank you for joining me for Storytime with the Nev on the Escape Pod. Cast for Kids. Does your guild want to tap into their full potential in Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes? Yeah! For as low as $1 a month per guild member, your guild can unleash the power of the game in ways you never thought possible. Ooh. Track your arena movements, guild progression, and much, much more. Ah. Contact Shitty Bill and get one of his shitty bots on your server today. Just look for him on our Discord server and tag or message him for more information. The link for our server is below in the description. Shitty bots, don't let the name fool you. Hey there, Escape Padawans. Everyone's favorite llama here to remind you that the Escape Pod cast is on social media. That's right, we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter. So give us a like, give us a follow, and stay up to date on all things in-game and in the escape pod. Our account links are down in the description or on our Discord server in the show links channel. See you on the net! Receiving incoming transmission. Welcome into this incoming transmission on this edition of the Escape Pod cast. And ladies and gentlemen, we are joined by, uh, you know, he's actually one of my Patreons. I'm going to be upfront and say that. Um, but he became a good friend of the show and he does some videos for his for his alliance and clan. And so I wanted to talk to him about it. But, you know, ladies and gentlemen, 
it's it's a happy birthday as well as of the recording of this episode to our friend apropos happy birthday apropos and by the way also happy birthday tenpool <laughs> yes thank you thank you it's it's shocking to find out i share a birthday with tenpool so i mean absolutely happy birthday tenpool man that's uh, that's really amazing happy birthday <laughs> So, uh, apropos, uh, you know, let, let's start off with with the with the question: Who the hell are you? Um, well, first of all, I'm Canadian, so sorry about that. Uh, but also, uh, I'm just I'm somebody who picked up the game right after it went to world launch, which is funny because I'm in Canada. We could have played. I could have been in the beta program, which may or may not have ended depending on who you talk to moving on um so i i just been playing since the game started um worked my way along uh, i started to figure out exactly how to play the game uh, as rancor ended and tank picked up uh thanks to mcmole i found my love of clones during the tank era but i've been playing it all the way through um arena hasn't been my strongest point uh but you know most of the most of the time i'm really having a good time playing the game and just trying to help other people learn what to do. How did you uh, start off apropos? Did you start off free to play or did you dive straight in at the deep end and go pay to win? Oh, absolutely not. Uh, along the way, I have stumbled and tripped here and there, but uh, pretty much uh, mostly free to play. Um, that's the way I play all my games. I still remember the games that you used to get on your computer and patching is not something that came along with that statement. You You don't, a game is a game. You don't have to keep fixing it because it should be done. <laughs> not, to, not even, not even slightly tempted to go pay to win, or just, just well, I, across I've, your mind. I've dabbled my toes here and there. Um, you know, I won't lie about that. But I definitely don't fall very high on the category for anybody's interests. So, as far ah, as so you were just a little, you were a little minnow, were you? Uh, yeah, well, just enough to help keep the refreshes going. Really, is all I ever did. Never went for anything <laughs> big. What? Um, what? So nothing big. Just it was. It's just uh, refresh energy. You, you never. You never went on. You know, character packs or anything like that. No, I. I now um, around Jedi Training Ray uh, Stark came out, and that was the closest I ever came because I unlocked him. Uh, which was wonderful when I realized that he was one star away from actually being usable. Uh, of course, this was before we knew that you needed your Imperial Troopers to be a lot better than mine were at the time in order to do that particular run in the tank in the Hoth. But uh, since then, they've certainly turned around and earned their keep. That That is absolutely true. Now, you know, speaking of things earning their keep, you know, we, we earlier we talked about our thoughts on relics and things like that. And without, you know, without going into uh, back into our details, you know, we're, we're asking our guests today. We asked uh, we asked Ranger and Finn as well. Um, so we're going to ask you, you know, give, give us your relic take at the beginning when it was announced and then give us your relic take as of today. Uh you guys are normally a really positive podcast. I'm not entirely sure you want to hear that exactly. Um, Go on, give us both barrels. <laughs> well, first, let me say, hearing uh, that I'm a guest in the same breath as Finn and Ranger and some RSG people is an honor. If I mean, that's pretty cool. Uh, but moving past that, uh, 
it's as soon as I heard the announcement of relics, I had that dreaded feeling that I've had in other games when I smelled the end of my time near them. Uh, now that being said, in no way, shape, or form do I plan on leaving the game. I'm just all the a lot of the zeal and the energy and the excitement of the game is just sucked out of me right now. So I'm hoping that that'll return soon. Is that because of what relics do, or because of what CG said relics were designed to do? Uh, it's the way that we have to play. Like if you're yeah. Okay, maybe I should look put the. Yeah, maybe I could speak straight, and that'd be even better. <laughs> uh, I have two accounts. I actually started a second account in order to help um, my group from a previous game, Star Wars Force Collection. When that game shut down, we moved. Uh, I was trying to help them get into Galaxy of Heroes, so I started my second account. Then I was super hyped, absolutely loving the game. I started it when Warriors Four Pillars uh, was still pretty fresh. Uh, so when he started off his uh, five pillar and his scissor man account, that was really cool to see my progression versus his. And I've had a lot of fun. And you'll notice that I'm not even talking about my main account. My main account is 4.7 million as a dolphin. I think that's pretty good. Uh, my mods, let's not talk about them, but they're better than <laughs> my alt account. Um, but I'm having a lot more fun in the early game. The end game, the relics, the idea of relics just feels like now that you have your 7-star gear 13, good for you. That took a lot. Congratulations, or that cost a lot, whoever you are. Um, good for you. And now that you've got it up to gear 13, by the way, until you get to relic, you know, 5, 6, 7, you're going to be throwing some wet noodles around. So, you know, just go dig a little deeper, guys. Go, you know, you're going to need a few cuffs or a few stun guns. And I haven't been there. I have gone up to relic number two on one character. That's now, as far as I've gone. So I am on the side of I haven't done that yet. <laughs> that was going to be, and that's only on my. Yeah, that was going to be my next question. How far have you gone? Uh, you know, so it's. I've seen guild members, uh, as I mentioned before. I've seen guild members go entirely all the way. I've seen guild members just go to one. But you know, it's. I, you know, I've said what I've said, you know, it's not a, it's, they're not absolutely 100% defining, if you will, but they're, they're certainly stat boosters. And there's something missing. Like, I'm really, really, really hoping that they will release something that gets me excited for the game. I want to be excited for the game. I don't want to be feeling the way I do where I look at the game and it's like, ugh, do I really have to go do my arena or oh joy, another fight song or whatever. I want to be like, hey, right on. You know, let's go crush that new raid or let's go dig into that new content. Let's not reskin Hoth again because that isn't, that's still, don't tell my guild later, that's still on auto. <laughs> um, it, it, it doesn't provide a fresh source of um a fresh source of need for this. I mean, sure, if you don't have the relics, you're going to have trouble on Geonosis, but that's kind of because tenacity is a little, shall we say, funny? Well, it's, it's meant for... Yeah, yeah no, it's I, meant for endgame content. You know, it and it even Mighty Chlorians and all those people are not getting the full stars, and this is their way to do it. Yeah, but... 
and I get that as as a company. Like I've been management in different jobs. I've worked retail. Um, currently, I'm a factory grunt worker, happier than I've ever been, making more money than I ever have. Go figure. But I've been on the other side where you have to factor in, okay, we need to pay this. We need to take care of that. We have to hit these different goals. I understand that mindset as much as I don't want to. So I get they need to make money from this game in order to keep it running. It's a business. Businesses don't run on the same set of morals and ethics that, hum- that we do as human beings. So I get they need to make money, but the, the territory battle isn't challenging. And I like PvE. Actually, I tend to lean towards PvE before PvP. So I want, I, I need a new raid. Like, make me figure out how to overcome the absolute stupid new boss ability. Like, Tran isolating. Like, come on, we can't get through phase three. Give me another one of those. I'll be happy to complain about that. I don't want to complain about relics. I, I actually feel very, like, okay, resigned. Resigned is actually the word. Like, relics are here. That sucks. But if they could give me a reason for it, I, 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 I'm ready. So, like, come on. So if they were to it. say, okay, here's a new raid, and you need level one relics in order to participate, like you needed seven star characters before, are you okay with that? Um, as long as I'm still allowed to complain <laughs> about it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, it, give me my right to complain, and yes, absolutely. We always complain as human beings. We always complain about the challenge we're facing. But if we never actually put our backs into that challenge, we'll never get the rewards from it. Whether we're pushing a rock up a hill, look out, it's round, it's coming back. Um, Or we're doing our simply daily task of going to work or raising kids. I think that one's probably harder. Um, But all that stuff, like we do our, our, we have to have challenge to find enjoyment well, I mean, CG aren't going to make everybody happy. Um, at, like, like you said um, earlier, you're uh, getting a lot of enjoyment out of your alt account. And I think that, that that seems to be something that everybody's doing at the moment. Uh, I think it's safe to assume that most people have an alt account. Some people have several alt accounts. <laughs> but the, uh, the, the one thing that I'm getting from a lot of people playing at the moment is... They're kind of just chugging along on their main and they're getting enjoyment from their alts because the things that they can do with their alt provide them with a challenge. Whereas the things with their main account provide no challenge because all they can really do with their main accounts is kind of go along doing the farming and grinding to that next level of gear that they need in preparation for whatever CG throw at us next. And let's be honest, we know what's coming next. It's going to be the light side TV. Uh, and that's pretty much what everybody's grinding towards at the moment. You know, are we going to need gear 13? Are we going to need relics? I mean, we know that we're going to get a light side TV before we get a new raid. So people are just trying to prepare their clones and prepare their Galactic Republic tunes as much as possible without getting that much enjoyment. You know, the main account, the end game, it's all about the grind at the moment. Is, uh, are you kind of like finding that with your main account? It's, your main account's just a grind and you're getting your enjoyment and your challenges and your fun from your alt account? Oh, absolutely. That's exactly it. Um, I have two characters to grind on my main account. I've got Malik, which is going to take a couple of months because the get one is not in the same territory battle we run. 
and uh, Shaq T, who I've been triple refreshing because I'm not used to the idea of gear farming. I, I started collecting. Oh, and Watt Tambor because, you know, obviously everyone still needs Watt. It, it's... So now, yeah. So you you do. Um, wh- which account is the one uh, that you use on your channel? Because you know with the incoming transmission. We always talk to content creators, and you you do some work on your channel. Are, are you using both accounts, or is this only your main, or is it your alt? Kind of like Nev's. Uh, you know, his primary thing is his alts. You know, or, you know, as I said, is it your main uh, account that you're broadcasting on? Well, it's actually kind of bounced around. Um, In the beginning, actually, I think I was doing a few roster reviews for people and different things like that. Um, Then I was trying to find answers to questions or even just help people understand the idea of how to remod characters. That's probably been the one I've done like three times because I learned something new and a way to do it different. Um, My... And as my alt account goes along and collects the different legendaries, I've been making specific videos for those different characters or ship. Uh, I've only got two left to go on that one. Um, My main account, I was actually doing like, hey, okay, here's all the bounty hunters. Here's what I can do with them. And I was actually gearing up to do Padme. Um, But then it's just Ian showed up. He did Padme and he did Padme so much better than I would have. I'm happy. (laughs) <laughs> um, not to mention time is nobody's ally so I never would have done it nearly as good as he did um, but yeah most of my stuff that I'm doing now has been Grand Arena um, and that one is almost always on my alt with the exception of the time that I forgot to hit join I did it on my main account and, <laughs> been uh, there yeah. done that yeah yeah. I was pretty choked too because I was one round away from Kyber too so but that doesn't matter because that's all erased anyways. Um, <laughs> I've lost actually, count the amount of times I've missed it on my main. On my main, I, I, I constantly miss GA on my main. <laughs> well, I don't even try. I have every tool in the toolbox available to me, with the exception of Watt, on that account. Now, of course, that's still back from the light side Hoth battles when it was fluff it up in order to get your GP. So I've got a lot of fluff but i've got all the toys and i'm not i'm not as excited about it as i want to be like i'm actually um i actually only talked to a couple of people about it but i might not even keep my main account going um i've wow. got a friend who said they oh, might be blimey. interested in picking it up and they might do that and that's kind of a big blow too because 4.7 versus 2.6. 4.7 is a lot of GP to lose in a guild. Now, if I do the person who would be picking it up, and this is all for free in case anybody's ever concerned about it, um, it would be staying with my guild so that way they don't lose it. But it's two accounts is a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how well, Nev does it. He, he you I, know, he yeah. just announced, just announced before you came on um, in the Escape Pod cast for kids that you know he's got this new hoarding account oh my goodness oh yes oh yes some uh, new new content incoming um, yeah the, well, the way the way i look at it is the way i look at it is with your account like you just said you, you you're contemplating handing off because that's what you're thinking of doing handing off your main account to a friend somebody you know and you would only be thinking 
about doing that if you weren't having fun with your main account. Now, clearly, um, you're having fun with your alt account. You, you, you haven't said, well, you know, I'm going to go back to playing my main account full time and hand off my alt account. You're contemplating handing off your main account and going forward with your alt account. Endgame got stale. Uh, it's, it's the unfortunate result of, yes, we've got power boosts. That's great. But the power boost without the target to shoot at is, it, well, it's, it's not interesting. Yeah, I no, I, be... I quite agree with you. That's that's how I felt with my main when I was trying to get myself squads for heroic Sith, and yeah. that was that was the goal. That was the old goal. The old PVE goal was getting a squad ready for each phase of heroic Sith, and now heroic Sith is kind of nobody really cares about it because it gets done in you know an hour by most you know, end game guilds. It's like, well, what's that next thing that I'm building for? What's the next batch of teams I'm building for? And, yeah. and it's yeah, well, also, that was... and, and, sorry, sorry, Apro, but you know, it's also, and, and we've said it before. And so has some of our listeners, it's all about, we don't have enough things to play our, you know, to, to use our toys with, to be able to play them. And when you yeah. don't have everything unlocked, there is something for you to play with. Well, and that's how... An yeah, you've got... You've, it's it's like, you know, we're, we're like kids with a load of toys and no sand pit to play with them in. Dangerous. That's very dangerous. I've got four kids. Um, if you give <laughs> kids toys and not the right place to play with them... Um, I... Uh, you get a broken window. Well, I, not yet, but let's not talk about doors. <laughs> <laughs> uh, inside joke. I don't know if you really want to share that, uh, Apro, but I, I am going to ask. Well, it's, I am going to ask you this. You know, it, do you think that they're listening? What do you think is next in the world of Galaxy of Heroes? Well, I mean, obviously, Lightside Hoth, and they even said, right. like, big surprise, nobody, nobody's shocked. I, I'm hoping for a new raid. Like, uh, people have been talking to Death Star raid since the beginning of the game. They've also been talking Luke since the beginning of the game. So that that might not be happening soon, because CG's probably afraid of those things now, because that'll make people afraid of the end of the game. So I, I'm hoping for a new raid. I mean... I think they've got episode nine content uh, as it is. Uh, I'd like to look backwards, not current though, but that's a different story. Uh, but they've got lots of different things they can do. We've got new Clone Wars, Mandalorian. I mean, they're not going to make a raid about Mandalorian, but give us something cool. Well, I mean, we are getting both. Um, you know, we're also getting Cassian Endor. Um, we're also getting. Uh, as you said, more Clone Wars. And don't forget, Maul is back in the Obi-Wan series that's also coming. So there's there's oh, a lot. Really? Yeah, yeah. It um they announced it uh they announced out announced Spoiler. it earlier this week that Maul it will be oh. in the new <laughs> Obi-Wan show. Okay. I have a question though. Did they say which mall it is? I you. It's got to be Ray Parks. Well, no, he, he's asking is it is it Robo Legs Mall or Spider Mall? It's definitely Robo Legs Mall. Ah, right, okay. 
Which I guess, yeah, it makes sense. You can't have Spider Mall because he was kind of not himself. Yeah, and and Spider Mall, Spider Mall. He's not. (laughs) He only shows up in a few episodes of Clone Wars. Then he goes to Robo Legs Mall, so it's okay. Well, they were changing his character at that point in time from absolutely insane to only, you know, sort of insane. (laughs) So, uh, got anything else for him, Nev? Well, I um, actually know. I think we've been quite comprehensive with each other. We've talked about relics. We've talked about his channel. We've talked about his content. We've talked about he loves his alt more than he loves his main. What more is there to ask? <laughs> well, I will ask this. What? Uh, speaking of your channel, and we did ask what you think is next. What is next on your channel? Well, actually, uh, I will be getting 3PO. Uh, I think it's really cool. CG gave me 3PO for my birthday. I made sure that I was ready, and for some insane reason, all of my Ewoks are at gear 11 for it. I just have to sit excellent, down and do the excellent. event. Um, but <laughs> yeah, no, you'll 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 get it. I on my main, all of my Ewoks were gear 11, and I got my seven star C3PO on my main account earlier on today. Um, so it's doable with 11. Only one of my Ewoks are gear 11 on my main account. I did better with them on my alt than I did with my main <laughs> <laughs> for no particular reason. Well, Warrior's just done them with tens, so tens are possible oh, good as well for him. <laughs> yeah. Right on, right on. Well, and it depends on how long you're willing to sit there and fight it, right? It, yeah. It, yeah, I mean, my 11 still took me 12 or 13 attempts. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, still had to wait for the RNG gods to smile and say, no. Nah, I, I still don't want we to haven't talk had... about how long that, that 3PO took me. Uh, it didn't take quite as long oh. as Padme, but oh my gosh. Yeah, I, I know. That's why I took them to gear 11. I'm not doing that again. <laughs> Once was enough. Uh, farming the veterans was really painful and now that they're down to a much cheaper energy node that's an entirely different traumatic experience right there um but while we got you got while bleh, while you guys have me on here and i'm tripping over my own tongue i do want to say thank you very much guys i've got a giant channel with all 41 of my subscribers so thank you so much for bringing on the little guy also i want to make sure that i give a shout out to my guilds um both Kessel Spice Pirates and Forcified, awesome groups of people. And, uh, you know, cheap, pl- uh, shameless self promotion here. We've got a few open guild spots if anybody's ever looking. But uh, <laughs> Kessel Spice Pirates is actually the extremely long story shortened down to small, the leftover group of people from when we came, uh, some of us came over from Force Collection. Uh, some of us kind of just kept merging back together and, uh, We've been together since some of us have been together since the previous games. So it's uh it's pretty cool having grown through an entire new game with some of these people. That's excellent. That's excellent. And uh, you know, once again, Apro, happy birthday, my friend. Uh, thank you for taking yeah, happy <laughs> thank birthday, you for taking thank you, some, some you know a little bit of time and and uh, uh, literally out of your birthday to sit down and talk with <laughs> Nev and I. And uh, thanks for being the first uh, season two incoming transmission. Well, I'm very honored to have been a part of this. I mean, it, it's sad that it's season two, but at the same time, it's an exciting new day, and uh, 
to quote a famous song that somebody wrote out there, every new beginning comes from some other beginnings end. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I do truly do think that it is closing time uh, for this incoming transmission. Stick around <laughs> because after this break, the Nev brings us the top 10 worst relics right after this on the escape pod cast. Micaiah's Modding Mayhem is the premier remodding service for the game that we all love, Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. With some of the most affordable rates in the industry, Micaiah's will rebuild your roster from top to bottom and give you consultation on where to go from there. Micaiah's has a 100% satisfaction guarantee and lots of useful additional services, including a full cleanup of your mods, loadout pages, PvP plans and more. Contact Micaiah's today on Discord at all lowercase Micaiah's number 0127. That's M-I-K-A-Y-A-S number 0127 or at micaiahsmods at gmail.com. Micaiah's Modding Mayhem, the official remodding service of the Escape Pod cast. Does your guild want to tap into their full potential in Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes? Yeah! For as low as $1 a month per guild member, your guild can unleash the power of the game in ways you never thought possible. Ooh. Track your arena movements, guild progression, and much, much more. Ah. Contact Shitty Bill and get one of his shitty bots on your server today. Just look for him on our Discord server and tag or message him for more information. The link for our server is below in the description. Shitty bots, don't let the name fool you. Like what you hear on the Escape Pod cast? Want to support Neil and Paul? Then sign up to be a Patreon. With plans that start as low as $2 a month, you can help them launch Escape Pods for months to come. Visit patreon.com slash the Escape Pod to sign up today. The Escape Pod cast. Top 10. You're okay to go ahead and uh, talk, Nev. <laughs> oh my god, I'm sat here waiting for an introduction. Why aren't you introducing me? Oh well, never mind. <laughs> You're it supposed doesn't matter. to bring this one in. <laughs> you were supposed to bring this one in. I was no. taking it out. Oh, never mind. Anyway, okay. So these are my top ten relics. No, no it's a top ten. No. It's a top ten. Go They're on, your then. bottom ten relics. Well, yeah, exactly. It's my ten that I'm not going to upgrade. <laughs> That's the point. The whole point. Of these top ten, it's it's ten relics that you would think, yeah, you know what, I might actually upgrade those relics. They're on relatively decent characters. They're on characters in teams that I have squads for, so I might just upgrade them. However, this is a list of top ten that you shouldn't do because they're bad relics because the characters just don't need them. They really, really do Well, in my opinion, these ten characters do not need their relics upgraded. So, do you want them, Paul, or shall I just keep wittering on? Let, let's go ahead and uh, start with uh, number 10, my friend. You've uh, Looks like you have Thrawn on this list. I mean, Thrawn yes, is one of the ones that they pushed, that they said, hey, you know, take a look at this guy, um, or take a look at these relics. You can see this with Thrawn. So they're kind of influencing you to want to do Thrawn. So why the hell do you have him on Number 10 of the worst relics. Well, the thing with Thrawn is he's, he's one of those awesome plug-and-play characters. But 
you, you kind of need him for two things. His fracture and his turn meter. Because what he's going to do is fracture somebody so you get to, get to control your opposition. And then he'll turn swap meter with... Sw uh, swap turn meter with whoever you want to do that with. So... Thrawn really only needs speed. He he doesn't need to be tougher. He doesn't need his attack to be, you know, super offensive. Uh, he, he doesn't need lots of defense. You just need him super fast. And that's why I think you would be best served spending resources on someone else's relic other than Thrawn. All right. I, I can understand that. I, you know, number 10 is always the subjective one. So I'm not going to give you crap for this one. But okay, as we as we move along, at number nine, you've put Hermit Yoda. Yes. Another plug-and-play character that, well, you can put in multiple teams. Um, and the thing is, despite all of his stats, there's, there's no real point in wasting resources, again, on his relic, because he stealths and he evades. I mean, yeah, sure, there'll be, there'll be a boost to his stats, which means he'll kind of, like, boost his... Uh, he'll, he will boost, you know, health and protection um, on the people that are in his squad. But, you know, with him stealthing and with him evading, uh, you know, he doesn't need a huge amount. And you're kind of going to chop and change him as to what squad you're going to go in. So, yeah, I don't think that one is a worthwhile relic to put any resources into. So... Uh, that's absolutely understandable. With with Hoda, with him him stealthing, do you really need the health boost and things like that? He ends up being a character that people kill around, so he just ends up running away. It's, it's a it, it is a terrible, absolutely terrible relic. Uh, moving on to IG one hundred coming in at your number uh, number seven. No, now you're number eight. I think I accidentally called Hoda number number eight but now your number eight is ig 100 i mean i think it's just he's just a uh he's not that that good of a character at all and so that's why i'm surprised that you know thrawn and hoda both came in underneath this well i mean the thing is it's it, it, there is no point um in doing the relic for this guy that he was important Regarding the Separatist droid update, he was, you know, because, you know, he got that rework and he's constantly taunting. Um, and before Relics, you'd be thinking to yourself, yeah, you know, you want to go all in on IG-100. You want him taunting. You don't want him hitting other people. But with the Relics in, you know, he's always going to be part of the GG. Uh, you know, he's always going to be part of the Grievous Nuke team. But we know what Grievous does with a Relic. So there's no point in doing anything to IG-100. It is, you know, the stat, sure he gets a good stat boost, but it's irrelevant. You, you don't want him sticking around. You want him getting hit. You want him getting taken out so that Gigi's um, uh, mechanic uh, uh, gets, uh, you know, gets uh, activated and he goes out there and he one hits and he AoEs and kills the opposing team. You, uh, you don't want um, um, the menace mechanic not going off and it's only going to go off if the droids all die one by one. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're getting the droids to die one by one, but you are absolutely, you know, you, you have the problem against the Darth Revan teams because it marks the leader. You have the problem against JKR because uh, JKR, if, if your Grievous comes out of stealth or is able to be targeted, say goodbye to your chances on that team, uh, you know, it they they don't become very 
very high once the Grievous is gone. I'm a perfect example of that. Now, your next character coming in at uh, we're, we're getting closer to where I'm starting to have some problems with this uh, with this <laughs> list of yours, uh, Nev. But uh, you know, um, we already talked about one of the characters that you had to spend guild event tokens for, and you have the other damn one on this list, Wampa. What? Why is? What's wrong with Wampa? There's nothing wrong with Wampa. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with Wampa. Wampa's fine. You know, take him up to gear 12, put the Zetas on him, take him up to gear 13 if you want. That, that's There's nothing wrong. I'm just saying there's no need to waste resources on the relic for the guy. You know, at gear 13 with a couple of Zetas, he will do the job that you want him to do, which is, you know, take out a team of rebels. You only need Wampa. You with with his zetas and a high gear you don't need to waste on the resources it, it's just you, your own that think about what you're going to use one before now think right do i need to spend x amount of resources for him to continue to do what he already does because it, nobody's going to be relicking no one's going to be putting relics on the teams that he is going to be attacking and that's it, why you don't need it and by the way nev i went ahead and i and i added everything up here um to to take a character from zero, 0 to 7, you need 200 Carbonite Circuit Boards. You need 220 Bronzium Wiring. And this is every single character. There, there's no specific gear to the character. That's why it's not such a sky-is-falling kind of situation to me. The fact that you can use... A different assortment of gear and it's not specific to the character you know it's not chirotech four pieces that you need to get them to gear 12 or whatnot um, but i digress 140 of the transistors 60 heat sinks erodium uh 40 conductors and 10 cards with that being said, you also have 115 fragmented signal data. That's the little blue grid. You've got 105 incomplete signal data. That's the green globe. And then the blue crystals, the flawed signal data, you only need 75. Now, my experience with the drop rate, they said the drop rate is going to be, and I'm sorry I'm getting slightly off track here for a moment, but they said the drop rate is supposed to be the same as Mod Salvage. Am I correct in recalling that, Nev? Yeah, I do believe so. I found that I get less in this signal data, and I don't really think that it's, you know, luck being probability taken personally i am not seeing a one-for-one one drop as i would mod salvage so well, I th they've not they've not been around that long I'm, I'm sure somebody will you know somebody will go to town um simming the um simming the sal you know simming the signal data um and they'll come up with some they'll come up with some um Results that, you know, they'll share with the community. I'm sure of it. I, I, I love when they do. I love when they do that. So we'll see what comes of it and, and all that. I know Daenerys, um, Dano, as we called him, he, he was, he's one of our, um, he's one of our friends that, that runs, uh, Territory Wars for my guild. He sent me a, uh, DM earlier. 
Um, what he's seeing is that uh, you're getting 1.6 per attempt on blue signal on uh, on uh, fragmented. You're getting um, it's about a point. Uh, it's 80% drop rate on incomplete, and it's a 40% drop rate on flawed. That that's what he's pulling up uh, from his information. Um, but we'll get into the the signal data here in a second. Let put on your gloves, uh, Neil. <laughs> put on your gloves. You have Greedo uh, in the useless relic list. Are yeah. you daft, my friend? No, not at all. Look, Greedo. I'm, I'm look. We're we're back to we're back to me trying to explain. Like Greedo is. A decent guy. He's a good bounty hunter to have in a squad, right? But the stat increases that he get now, it's all well and good getting the boost in critical chance up to close to 100, right? But he's still only getting a 50-50 chance to get another shot. So as far as I'm concerned, there are other bounty hunters. Bosk is better. Django is better. Uh, Bobber is better. Put the relics on them and just sit Greedo in the back, okay? He'll be there to remove taunts. He'll be there to put critical chance up. He'll still do that, right? Um, but just yeah, he's he he, he is uh, he's the I mean he's the only bounty hunter on my list. Um, he's the first bounty hunter whose stats I came to and went, yeah, no, don't waste, don't waste it, don't waste the resources on. There might be somebody else, but he was the first one that I saw that I would go, yeah, I'm not wasting anything on this guy's relic. You're absolutely in the wrong mindset here. Because, okay, a non-modded Greedo um, Gear 13 Greedo will have a 54.21% chance to critically hit. That's a little bit better than the coin flip, right? So if you take him all the way to the seventh relic, his crit chance increases by 33.92, essentially 34%. Now I'm going to, I'm bringing up, I'm working with uh, GG here. There's only one, two, there's only two characters that get better than 33.92% increase of critical damage chance. And that's Luminara and Visus Mar, and they get essentially a 70 uh, or a 0.7% uh, better increase of chance. Now, I would rather, Neil, I yeah. would rather have a guaranteed coin flip than have a chance that I get to pick up the coin at all. So see, that see I got a dis that that is it's too expensive. It is too expensive for a coin flip. You know, we relics, you said it yourself. You were rolling off all of the various different resources you need in order to go to tier 7 on a relic, right? That is a lot of resources to put into a character just to guarantee a 50/50 chance. It doesn't make sense. You know, it just doesn't make sense. It's the, the the problem is is that you're putting Greedo on this list of of people not to touch. You absolutely should touch Greedo as far as his critical chance goes. 
because what's going to happen is you are going to get that coin flip. I'd rather have the opportunity than be left on the bench and not have that opportunity. So it's, you know, my, 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 gr- my Greedo's, my Greedo's already on the bench. And you're, <laughs> and my- I think that you're playing Greedo wrong. I, I think you're, I think you're doing Greedo dirty there. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, you know, but, I took I took Greedo out and I replaced him with Janga. I mean, come on, convince me I've done some. Convince me I've been bad. Okay, who Go do on. you still have on that team? Bosk. Okay, Dengar. That's Bosk. Fine. Bosk. Dengar. Cabane. Because uh, I I like you know I like the stun. Um, Dengar and um, hang on a minute, that's that four or five. So you've got Bosk, you've got Boba, you've got Django, Django, you've got Cad, you've Dengar, got Dengar. And Cabane. Pull Dengar out. Put put um, put Greedo in. You'll thank me later. No, I, I've tried all sorts of different um, different ways with them, and it, yeah, I, I, I like my Dan- I like replacing my uh, Greedo with my Django. Yeah, it, so I I take out of out of this. Um, list. So I, I'm I'm looking at your list. Okay. I'm pulling I'm pulling Greedo off. I, I'm 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 taking your your placement of Greedo. I'm throwing that in the trash. And I'm, in place for for here, I'm putting the original Ahsoka Tano. All she does is become a tank. There's no critical hit. There's no. Um, she, she does nothing in accuracy. She does nothing, um, if I'm correct in dodge, you know, all she does is become a tank. So they, they did a Sokotano original incorrect. She goes in your Greedo spot. Let's move on. Okay, fine. Let's move on. Let, let's move on before I put you in an airlock. Okay. Harsh. <laughs> okay you've got treya go ahead convince me um not necessary she's already giving brilliant bonuses to her boy sign and nihilus um you know yes all right her crit avoidance goes up um but it's you know it's unnecessary for what you're going to use her for okay uh i mean she's got decent um crit avoidance anyway plus if you put the crit avoidance arrow on her um, I think, you know, you're, you're doing okay with your gear 12, your gear 13. And if, like I said, if you've got Cyan and Nihilus there, most of the time you're going to go up and you're going to use them against people that you can get an undersized win on. So, yeah, I, I, I just wouldn't. It's it's not a character that I would bother with. Yeah, uh, so... Convince I'm, me otherwise. I, I'm, I'm not even going to try... I'm not even going to try because I need to save my energy for what you're about to say. Coming, <laughs> coming in you at number it. four. Coming <laughs> in at number four. I will say it, and I'm going to say that you're that you are absolutely wrong in this. You are okay. saying that the fourth worst character, or fourth fourth worst relic. P- please, everyone, be mindful. We're not saying that these characters are trash. We're saying that their relic of what they've, uh, what their, what they gave to that person is terrible, and you say that 
Ray Jedi Training or JTR as as some other people call her. Mm-hmm. Jedi Training Ray is number four. Yeah. Explain yourself before I before I have an aneurysm. Well, well, look the the the. Okay, think think about it. It's it's not a it's not an over the top relic. It doesn't give absolutely awesome, amazing stats. It doesn't. It just doesn't. Now, if you look at a bog standard JTR squad, it's JTR, BBA, R2, Ray, and the Resistance Trooper. Now, R2 and BBA, they're going elsewhere. You know, their relics are good, and their relics are good in squad compositions, not with her. So what does that leave you with? It leaves you with JTR, it leaves you with Ray Scavenger, and it leaves you with Resistance Trooper. And to be honest with you, the, the, the relics don't show an awful lot of love to anybody that's going to replace BB-8 and R2. So what's the point in wasting the resources on JTR? If you're Because you're going to use JTR... Yeah, uh, you know, you, you're thinking in the PvP mindset. Well, yeah, I, I am thinking s- in PvP. I'm thinking in PvE. How many times do you call C3PO or BB8 in a Sith raid with JTR? How many times will that JTR be going? So once. using uh, once. That's the answer. The answer twice, is once. Twice no, 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 if no, you no. call BB8 and she and she is called by BB8 because of the. Because of the ability, so so don't give me that BB uh, that JTR is not a good replacement or not a good relic. You're you're going to increase your STR numbers to a point where you know I'm already hitting seven ten. You know when I'm bringing in JTR, if I brought in relic seven. We may have our, yeah, you know, I, it, it, I, I'm exaggerating it's, it's, when I say this. It's it's overkill, though, Paul. That's, I mean, don't, w- 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 the Sith raid is done, you know? The Sith raid is done. JTR, it already does what she needs to do in the Sith raid. She, she already does what she needs to do. Why would you want to spend hundreds of dollars worth of resources on a character to simply do exactly what she already does but get a higher score there there are there are many many other worse ideas to go with on this than it than jtr so that's why i'm when i'm seeing her in fourth my head just wants to head wants to just pop you know, well, it's because when, she's she's up there, there because she's a you know on her own as as just a gear twelve or a gear thirteen with the Zetas on. She's really really good. It's just that, like I said, that they haven't shown, um, you know, they haven't shown sufficient enough justification to spend the resources taking a relic up. That's all. You know, I don't see them on your list here, and if, if you're talking about things that. You know, get increased by relics, and you're worried about the team more than the character. Why? Why don't we just put Night Sister Acolyte on here, or Night Sister Initiate, whoever the one is that has the swords? Just throw Be- them out because, the window because they're they're not. Uh, they're not w- well-known, well-popular, you know, A-team characters. They, they, you know, I'm I'm literally think I am thinking of this more from a PvP perspective. I'm thinking of this more from a Territory Wars perspective, more from a GAC perspective. I mean, 
do, l l let me ask you this. You, do, you, do you see any JTRs in the squad arena? No. You don't. I used I used <laughs> to, and may and maybe if somebody actually, you know, tried it, maybe we would see more JTRs in squad arena again. You the, know, the only but, people that are, you're the only people that are going to do that away. The only people that are going to do that, the only people that are going to do that are people like Finn, who's going to take his Jedi Consular up to Tier 7 Relic. You know, the people that really, really love JTR, okay? And I will quite happily rescind her from this list if somebody presents me with a video where a level 7 Relic JTR, and only a level 7 Relic JTR, is, you know so super boss in GAC that she's unbeatable, but that's never going to happen because there are lots of teams that are going to be at a beat her that, um, uh, uh, that are being worked on. Okay. Now, um, looking at your list here, mm -hmm. and, and I think that I'm going to be a little controversial because I'm going to agree with you on this number three that is, that is a popular character. And I think that the reason is, is because their turn meter and their usefulness of what they do outside of, I mean, you rarely do any other ability than one or the other. There's two, two abilities for this character, C-3PO. Yeah. You know, yes, you get a little bit more potency and stuff like that, but when it comes down to what um what C3PO really does on a team they don't need relics they just need to be seven stars so you can bring them in and then hide them yeah it just you know it doesn't doesn't you know the he does not need the relic he does not need it uh, you know his his mechanics work fine without it um we've seen 3PO do his thing in resistance teams and in rebel teams C3PO just does not need it um, and, you know, as long as he's got the two Zetas and as long as all of his uh, abilities are maxed out, uh, you, you know, you're, you're good to go. There's just no need to waste the resources on uh, C-3PO's Relic. Exactly. Now, you know, I, I gave you free reign with number two because you let me help you with number one uh, because yes. of how upset I was um, <laughs> with with this number one uh so go ahead and explain yourself for number two i i have i cannot agree or disagree with you on this this is entirely you well i i say bays because the thing with bays is he's not the easiest character to get and you kind of expect uh, you know those long hard farms like like uh, like Nihilus, you know uh, like the b2 um, uh, the b2 battle droid you expect characters that are really really hard and grindy to get to have kind of a little bit of extra value and um baze is um uh, baze is he's, he's good um in a squad you know he will chew up time um you put him with churrut and you know put him in the uh, put him in the uh, sith raid uh, he's good he really really is but his um is i just don't i looked at his stats from the relic and i wasn't impressed and it's not just that i wasn't impressed with his stats um i wasn't impressed with any of the rogue one stats you know and i i think that there are some people out there that have some really um you know op rogue one teams 
that they like to throw in defense because, you know, if, if a person doesn't put the right team against them, they will time you out. Um, so yeah, it's, it's kind of, it's just, a, it's just a bit of a shame that the, um, that they haven't really shown the love and that is why he is on the list, you know, just no love. All right. And number one, because you know, this is yours. This is yours. Yeah, really? I just th- put it on there. Mine. <laughs> this is yours. So, you know, why are you giving health to a character that is maxed? At one health. I I mean, I put B1 at the top of the list because you don't give health to a character that cannot get max health. Um, you don't give... There's so, so many abilities that were... You know, you, you, you don't get speed from a character. Or you don't get speed from a relic. So, it, it's, B1 is the worst relic because it Im- improves abilities, it, it improves an ability that literally cannot be used by the character. So, I say that that is absolutely a terrible idea for a relic. They shouldn't, there's tons of other relics out there that don't use a health stat. So why are you giving, you know, take the, take the health away. You should have used a different stat and then B1 would have been, you know, a viable, good relic. And I stand by that. And that's why it's number one, mate. (laughs) Very, very eloquently put, very eloquently put. But, uh, so yeah, (laughs) Nev, I mean, uh, we, we've been going for a little bit. We're, we're crawling just over two hours, so we do need to uh, do need to launch everything here. But an absolutely great first show, my friend. Uh, Thank you. I, I've really, really enjoyed it. I thought it was uh, I thought it was a cracking first show. And you know, I look forward to seeing you with with uh, with all the stuff that you're that you're coming up with. Before we go. Um, there is it's one more chance that you have uh you're 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 trying to raise some money you don't want to do it i don't want to do it i don't want to do it no you don't want to do it i really don't want to do it no i don't want to do it but thank you for bringing it up but i really don't want to do it i really don't want to do it Uh, i'll put it this way i'll put it this way this is a last call for the opportunity if you're in his server this is your last call if you want to even try to try to do that. How about I say it that way, Nev? Yeah, go on then. Why not? All right. All right. It's a last call. If you are on Nev's server, go look at what he's doing. And he, he wants to give you something. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. So, uh, Nev... I, I really do think that we need to, to launch these suckers and, and, and get on out of here. So um, thank you so much, um, as I said, for being my being my new co-host. We will we promise to do our best and you know, I'm sorry that I threatened to put you in an airlock. That's alright. I'm used to the banter, mate. I'm used to it. So um, yeah, with that being said, I think that it is time.
And it, it feels weird saying it this way, but uh, uh, let me just uh, let me just slide on over to where he used to sit. Oh man, Nev, push the button. You got it, mate. Ta-ta for now, folks. What's going on? Where the hell are we? Paris? Thank you for pressing the self-destruct button. Attention! This is Colonel Sanders in forward command. Abandon ship! Abandon ship! All personnel proceed to escape pods! Close down the circuits! Evacuate the city! Self-destruct mechanism has been activated! Abandon ship! Where is it? Where is it? It's gonna be here! Out of order! Even in the future, nothing works! This ship will self-destruct in exactly 10 seconds. <laughs> Counting down. 10, 9, 8, 6. 6? What happened to 7? Just kidding. 3, 2, 1. Have a nice day. Thank you. Hello friends, this is Thaddeus from Going Nerdy. The Escape Podcast was filmed in front of a live studio audience full of tweaked out murder bears. Sit, boo-boo, sit. Good dog.